I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's September 29th. Rudolf Diesel disappeared on this day in 1913, which is also generally marked as the day of his death. Of course, Rudolf Diesel is best known as an engineer, the inventor of the diesel engine. He was born in Paris to German parents on March 18th of 1858, and he lived in France until the family was deported in 1870 due to the Franco-German War. Although the family was deported to England, Diesel was sent to his father's hometown of Augsburg, Germany. He showed an enormous aptitude for engineering as soon as he enrolled in school there, and he decided to be an engineer at the age of 14. As he continued his studies, he was really captivated by lectures he attended that were given by Carl von Linde. These were on thermodynamics. And what he became really focused on was trying to replace the steam engine, which was incredibly inefficient. It takes a lot of energy to make the steam required to run a steam engine. About 90% of the energy used in a steam engine is just wasted. And at this point, trains, ships, and factories were pretty much all running on steam. People were mostly traveling by horse. There also were some internal combustion engines in use, but they also were very inefficient. So Diesel was working on an engine that would inject fuel into the engine's combustion chamber, where the air inside of it was compressed to the point that it was very hot. That would cause the fuel to spontaneously ignite. So this engine worked without an ignition system and without spark plugs. 
Today, we associate diesel engines with diesel fuel, but Rudolf Diesel was designing them to run on vegetable or peanut oil. His first engine was more than twice as efficient as a steam engine, and he got a patent for it in 1892. But he kept on improving his design, trying to make it more and more efficient. And at first, his his invention seemed to be catching on. He was making a fair amount of money. By 1912, there were tens of thousands of diesel engines in use, especially in factories, most of them replacing steam engines. But these early models of the diesel engine had some problems. It was true, they were a lot more efficient than what they were replacing, but they often weren't as reliable as what they were replacing. So dissatisfied customers demanded their money back. On September 29th, 1913, Rudolf Diesel was traveling from Antwerp, Belgium, to Harwick, England, on the steamship Dresden. He was headed there to meet with the British Navy about the idea of using diesel engines and submarines. And that night, he disappeared from the deck. In the morning, his bed was found not to have been slept in. Then on October 10th, a sailor spotted a body in the water that turned out to be diesels. There is a lot of mystery still surrounding this. Conspiracy theories started circulating all over the place at the time, connected to everything from the oncoming First World War to, just in general, the British wanting to not have to pay licensing fees on his invention. It was officially ruled that he had taken his own life, but many people believed and still believe that he was murdered. The diesel engine continued to be incredibly influential in the years after Diesel's death, though. It was used in railroads, and especially in the years after World War II, it became standard in trucks and buses. The diesel engine's high efficiency made it a lot more economical for hauling really heavy loads of cargo or passengers than the other options available at the time. And of course, today there are cars with diesel engines, including those that run on biodiesel, although diesel automobile engines hadn't been developed yet during Rudolf Diesel's lifetime. He was working on much larger engines for much larger uses. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for all her audio work on this podcast. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for a colossal aircraft. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good. But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.